giant monster bullshit is the most listened to conservative podcast in the country. I cracked my knuckle when I did that. Welcome back to Giant Monster Bullshit. Hey! I'm your host, Grattan Conwell, and this is my special guest, <laughs> Matt Fields, returning for his second visit. Hi, I'm Matt Fields. I'm really glad to be here. He's a frequent guest on our show. So happy to be here. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the X from outer space. Um... A less a less popular, um, an unfairly less popular giant monster bullshit. <laughs> yeah, this episode's going to be less popular. Yeah, um, um, it's one that isn't pretty deservedly not as popular as uh, the giant monster is only other... in the third act. Yeah, he's only in the third and act. Not like so. Let's... They don't even talk about him until the third act because. So... Okay. Should we run through the plot? Yeah, that's what I was about to suggest. Um, okay. So let's talk about. So. Okay. So it's so a little four, weird. Four pilots, four yeah. pigs in space style pilots in full tinfoil jumpsuits go into outer space and because they're they've the, lost a bunch of. They're ships. the seventh mission, right? Like the seventh, seventh, seventh or eighth ship being launched to Mars. Uh, yeah. Because every ship they launch gets intercepted took by aliens. It took them six to realize it was a trend, and they said if they if this one doesn't work, then they're gonna stop it. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah. There's like, a part right, where they I say, guess... "Well, yeah, we can't send any more missions to Mars if this doesn't work." Yeah. So, uh, so... these astronauts get sent to mars and while they're on their way they stop by the moon which is just on the way to well, mars what happens is well you know how space goes is if you're going to mars it it's just it's earth you know and then you got moon and then mars Mars is right on the other side of it yeah it's sort of a midway point it's you know a nice tr uh, pit stop you know if you gotta pee so they stop by well first that doctor gets sick yeah well that that's i is that the reason they stopped by, or did they yes. just... Yeah, okay, yeah. so they drop off the doctor, who's yeah. supposed to be making sure everybody else isn't sick, and and not just because he's a doctor, they specifically tell him his task, his, his task is to make sure that everybody on board is fit to do their job. Yeah, he's supposed to be a doctor to and, the crew. And uh, so he gets sick, and they never really explain it. Yeah, well, like, that flying calzone comes yeah. near him uh and then he, he gets sick and everybody gets hot or something Dude, i Remember? thought only he got hot well everybody maybe but he gets like all sick and they're like all right we'll go stop by uh moon base moon base japan and they uh and they they drop him off and exchange and him with a german his name a was russian Dr. it was dr stein Dr. Stein? Oh, definitely not German. Well, <laughs> Steinberg. You know, the other German. The before German. Before German. Anyway, he's got some kind of accent. Maybe he's from, like, one of those Jewish countries. Germany? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a very international cast. With it really is. Three Japanese men. 
two one, Germans, two Germans, one lady, and one, one guy, one lovely one, lady, one guy, one gal, and then a Japanese lady, and then a man of unknown Jewish origin, <laughs> Jewish uh, descent. So he comes on board, and everything's fine. And then they get intercepted by an alien, which is a flying uh, calzone. Totino's pizza roll. Yeah, and. The, it puts spores on the ship, and they just yeah. climb outside. And they poke get, around. They put one in a jar, and they bring it back to Earth. Um, several more times, they go into space. They go into space constantly yeah. like it's nothing. Like it's, it's just really... driving to the gas station. <laughs> yeah. And going to Walmart, like, fuck, I forgot something else. But when they go back to Earth, they leave, uh, they leave the little spore, the little ball... In uh, in the little lantern that they have for it, yeah, and they, they have a party. It, they leave it there overnight to go to a party, yeah, and it jumps out, burns melts, out, melts through the floor, yeah. And the next, I guess that night actually, it just turns into the fucking monster. Yeah, they're like going to a a hotel or something. And they're like, all right, time to stop at the hotel, and uh, they get out, and then the lady goes, oh, the power's out. And they kind of turn around, and then uh, there's the monster over on the horizon. Yeah, comes uh, out of a mountain, or from the other side of the mountain. Yeah, he's like on the other side of it. I guess he walked over there before he grew or whatever. And then the next day, uh, he starts fucking shit up, like, like in immediately. Cities. Yeah, yeah, he's in a city, and he's people are Japanese people are already running. There's rickshaws. I must be thinking of a Gamera movie or something. But I recalled a part where a car got lasered in half that never happened. I don't recall that. Really? Yeah, you must be thinking of something else. Because it's a scene very similar to the one... There's a scene in this movie where they're on like a little kind of like airport luggage transfer vehicle. Mm. And they have this like chemical shit that's going to kill the monster. Which, by the way, the monster's name is Galala. Oh yeah. So it, there's no reason for the the movie to be called the X from Outer Space. Yeah. Maybe like X represents maybe X represents the value of Galala. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> or X could be just like a placeholder. Like maybe they're like lampooning the uh, the trend at the time of like the blank from outer space. So like that X is the variable that is replaced by Galala in this. Yeah, they're really making a statement that that can be replaced by anything and that in effect, you know, everything really is meaningless if it can be It's uh, all geopolitical. It's all geopolitical. Um so they they're getting chased by it and it it just keeps like pawing at them <laughs> and there's some great visual yeah. effects at that part if you've uh, ever after, seen it. After uh, the German the German gal gets her legs broken Gets her fucking ankles yeah, broken. Like a fucking uh, a water cooler. Water, <laughs> what? A mini water tower like falls on her. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah, water she tower. screams. Falls on her and she... Anguish. Fucking... She's in extreme pain. She screams like a car wreck victim. Yeah. And... Somebody uh, who just watched their baby get smashed into a windshield. Takes about like 10 people to lift it off of her and mm. then she's just fine they wrap, she's got a scrape they wrap some rags around her ankle and she's up hands, and at them hands more fucked up than her leg yeah her hands bleeding for whatever reason yeah and they just sort of wipe it off anyway so the monster's chasing them 
and ends up grabbing the little container that they had on it. Yeah. But there's a very similar scene in another monster movie. Yes. Where a car's getting chased by a monster or some shit, and like the monster shoots like a laser, and it like perfectly cuts the car in half. Do you remember that? Oh no. And then the car like diverts into two separate halves that are like. Mm -hmm. It must be like. I think one of those gamer movies. I think it's. The one with like the pterodactyl one. I guess I I barely remember those gamer movies. Do you remember what the one that flies is called? No, I don't remember the name. All I remember is villains. Guiron. I remember Ver, Ver, No, no, Varen's Godzilla, mm. isn't it? Varen's like its own thing. Yeah, basically. Okay. There's Guiron and there's uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, Zorro. <laughs> I don't remember what the other one's called. Anyway, but, yeah, it, it from... shoots like lasers out of its eyes that like, remember when Gamera gets his fucking like arm cut off? <laughs> like it's hanging off. Yeah, I do remember, remember that, that. It's, like, it's oh. the same monster, I think, cuts a car yeah. in half. But okay. the whole movie, I was, this whole movie, I was kind of sitting through it waiting for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. There's, uh, after that, they, uh, they kind of figured out that they could, uh, take this thing down on one of their space trips. They figured out that they can get some galalanium. It's like a foam. I think it's like the same foam that was like put on their ship or whatever that they it's found the ship shit. in. They never explained the aliens. You were right. They never explained the aliens yeah. once. Like if that flying pizza roll is even aliens or if it's just like a living thing by itself. I guess that would still be alien. I mean, yeah, it's still like, but I mean, it's right. Like, it, I know what you mean. If it's it not pilots might not even or whatever, be a creature. It might not even. It might be an ana- inanimate object that releases creature. I don't know. So it might be a pizza roll. In it's in not effect, a giant they, monster, they find it's out a pizza roll. They find out how to stop the monster, and they turn it back into the little ball nutsack thing. Mm-hmm. And they send that back to space. They just send it in its own little rocket. Like, yeah, they just. And, um, but they don't, even though, like, the people still want to go to Mars, they probably can't because that thing's going to put more spores on them. Yeah, the thing never gets destroyed or anything. Explain the motives of the yeah. pilots, if there are any, like, never get explained. Like at least have them have, like, a, like, oh, I've got a transmission coming in from, it's emitting a frequency, and it's just, like, humans. Yeah, it never Don't, makes clear yeah. what its intentions are. It's not like better. It's I don't know. It's just doesn't make any sense. It's really weird. It's almost like it's almost like they forgot to do it or like it got cut out of the movie or something. Maybe we we didn't get a butchered international cut. Are we still going? Yeah. Okay. Uh yeah, we didn't it's not a butchered international cut. It's like a straight up Japanese movie that we have by the way since since we have to talk about this for an hour uh we might as well squeeze in some parts about the weird blu-ray yeah if you collect movies which i know you do uh you'll know what the uh criterion boxes look like uh, the criterion mm-hmm. blu-ray cases uh Thick this boys. Mo- they're clear plastic they're mm-hmm. not blue 
and they're more boxy mm-hmm. than the Blu-rays. They they don't have like the rounded edges. Yeah, they feel nicer. They're like more solid a little bit. So this movie comes in. If you don't know how these movies work, uh, there's different regions, and I think Japan is like region three or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think and so. America's region one because mm-hmm. we're first yeah because we invented blu-ray yeah so typically if there's a japanese movie made for japanese people you know released and it's all in japanese like not a lick of it's in english then it's released on region three and the region one would be a normal English release that would come along with like subtitles in Japanese or whatever, a way to switch it over to Japanese. What I'm trying to say is that it's very odd to have a movie specifically released for the United States, but not any of it is in English. And I mean like the menus, the, the cover, the options. Yeah. The, the cover, the, the little blurb on the back, all the credits are in full Japanese, but this movie was, specifically released for North America. I don't think it's I don't even think it's region free. I think it's specifically It's a region region one, one I believe. Either way it's weird. Yeah, absolutely. But uh if you fuck around with the menus a little bit, you'll find the uh English dub which is what we used. Yeah. I don't think there is a, a sub option for I couldn't find it. Yeah, and figure it out. So I don't think we, I think we got like the original cut just with a dubbing. Mm-hmm. So I don't think anything got fucked up. Yeah, or lost it, it in doesn't have any excuse to be fucked up like it is. Mm-hmm. It's really strange. It's it, another thing that's strange about it is it, it's another one of those. I mean, it shows up in other movies, uh, but like. You can tell some people are speaking full-blown Japanese, mm-hmm. and then there's other people who are speaking English, but they're also dubbed over just like the Japanese people. They're dubbed people. over just the same. Yeah. I don't know if that's like... They're basically lip-synced. Yeah. Borderline. And it really makes It's just me... like worse voice actors over these people already speaking English. Yeah. And it makes me wonder... I guess we didn't try the, the Japanese original audio... I was thinking about that while we were mm-hmm. watching it because it would probably have the original English audio. I have two theories that I was thinking about while watching this movie. One is that the Japanese or the uh, the English-speaking people on the original cut are like foreigners doing an English accent, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of like they did in Godzilla versus Biollante, but it's like so bad that it needed to be dubbed over yeah just not acceptable for release either that or when they were making the movie they only had the special effects and soundtrack tracks Mm. and then the audio track so like if one had to go there was no salvaging any of it Mm. so they had to like completely record even over the people who are already speaking english other Mm. otherwise i don't know yeah. There's just no, I have no idea. No need if they're speaking fine English. Just weird shit. Yeah, really they did that weird. in. Uh, what did they do that in? Kong, uh, King Kong escapes. King Kong escapes. Uh, a lot of them I've noticed. Uh, isn't there some in Biolante? 
Well, what happens in Biolante, and we'll get into it a little more when we review that one, but it's like Japanese people or like foreign people in general doing people who don't speak English being fed the lines and then they repeat them, but it's so butchered that you can, without being told it's English, I wouldn't know it's English. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm no, serious. absolutely. Like, yeah, Cause yeah, I didn't yeah. know what was happening uh, yeah, and it has for the Japanese people watching, it has Japanese subtitles underneath it. So it's like, this is what they're saying in English. Yeah. But, it's not like the subtitles that are like normally on movies. Like it's those subtitles are like superimposed into the actual print that was scanned. And, and that's what's on the Blu-ray. So I have these like permanent subtitles, like these big ass Japanese subtitles that I can't read over these parts. And it was confusing me because they sounded like they kept speaking Japanese Mm -hmm. and these subtitles were coming over it. And if you have like the English subtitles on, I think they stop when that part happens because it's like, oh, you don't need subtitles. You can understand this part. <laughs> but it just switches to Japanese. So it was like super confusing for a while. Like it, it took me so long. I remember fucking with the menus. By the way, that fucking, I know I've told you, but that Blu-ray is like $80 now. Oh, yeah. That I got for like eight. That shitty fucking release with the fucking superimposed <laughs> subtitles. And it's the only Godzilla movie that I know that does that. Mm-hmm. Except, of course, Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla, which yeah. Which also has that broke-ass English. But, I mean, honestly, like, thinking back to that and, like, comparing it with... with uh, It's still comical, but, like, in comparison with Biollante, it's it's like, all right. Biollante you know, is fucking it, awful. Is Biollante, like, standard for Japanese people? It makes me wonder, that type of stuff where it's like, you know, you hear Japanese people and they're like, all right, here's the your English part. And, you know, they're like, it's fucked up you know mm. and it makes me want like in pacific rim whenever he speaks japanese to uh right Mako, if that sounded fucking if, awful yeah if japanese people are like oh my god <laughs> you know i'm sure it helped having a japanese person there to tell him yeah i mean i guess i mean we're probably better it, at ev- like i know like americans are like better at everything like we probably speak japanese like better than Japanese people, you know. Probably. If we really put our minds to it. Yeah, you know? off the top of our head. The, like I can, I could probably learn Japanese in a day. You know, give me a day, I'll learn Japanese. I'll it be can't be hard. Yeah, what's hard about it? Sushi. I know that already. I already know that. Yeah. See, we we kind of have like American. You know, we have like in English we have Japanese words like teriyaki and stuff like that. Yeah. But in Japan not so much. Japan doesn't they don't have, have American those words. Little, those little aneurysms yeah. that we have in our language. See, America's like a so big... So we kind of have a leg up on them. Yeah, America's like a big melting pot, you know? So we, we learn so much from other people that we really don't need to know anymore, you know? I I know everything I need to know at this point in my life, you know, I don't really need to learn anything. You know, what, what could you, what could Japanese people teach me? Hibachi? I know that one too. I know what you're saying about me. Would you show this movie to a film class? If you were teaching a film class, would you show this movie to your students? Like completely genuinely? Uh, is, I guess what I'm asking is, is there any lesson to be learned from watching this movie? Um, 
maybe from how fucked up it is in terms of like pacing it's like okay now doesn't it get old how many times they go to it doesn't it get old like with how many times they go to fucking space there is one thing how old does that get in that it's more of a sci-fi movie than a giant monster movie yeah and i I was kind of tricked into buying this movie because they put the monster on the cover and Mm -hmm. i you know there's not much on this movie people cover the the godzilla movies and the toho movies you know and like all those like weird shitty godzilla shows from the 70s that like are like you can only find them on like bootleg websites and shit. Jet Core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fucking Ultraman and Spectreman and shit like that. But yeah. nobody talks about the X from Outer Space. So I was suckered into buying I paid like forty bucks. I think it's like fifty bucks now on Amazon. What a deal. Yeah. To their credit, it's a very nice release. It is. It is genuinely nice release for something that's almost bootleg. Like uh, it sh- it should be bootleg, I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, normally it would be bootleg, but I was thinking, like while we were watching it, you were saying it's more of a sci-fi movie than a giant monster movie, and I remember we you put it on and we were watching the space part, you know, and I was sitting there and I actually forgot for like half an hour that there's a giant monster that comes in this. Really? <laughs> like I actually, I you know, we just watch these shitty movies all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, these people get on <laughs> in silver suits and go to space. And then, For the record, we're, he's talking about shitty sci-fi movies, not giant yeah, monster movies. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. On our These shitty gi- in our spare time, we put on shitty, yeah, <laughs> shitty sci-fi movies. So, no. oh, sorry, uh, but I was I was just like waiting, or I wasn't waiting on a giant monster, and then I remembered about when they were picking up the little nutsack off of the ship. I was like, mm-hmm. that's the monster. Oh yeah, you know, and I totally remembered. And here's where another criticism of this movie, one of my main criticisms of it, um, is whatever's on, uh, whatever's going on, it gets old. Like mm. all of it, like all of it has time to get old. Like, you know, I kind of spend that first like half of the movie waiting on you. Know, you're just sitting through all this sci-fi shit, and you know, it's it's silly. It's you know, there's some funny cuts. Mm-hmm. Uh, some fucked up shit. Lots of strings. The Lots movie, of strings. Visual strings towards the end of the movie mainly. Definitely. But the beginning of the movie. The movie opens with a guy with the German man getting off the helicopter. Oh yes. It opens almost immediately on a mistake that they should they should have done another take. Yeah. The, like one of the first shots in the movie is this guy getting out of a helicopter and this guy comes and opens the door for him. Guy steps out and the door opener goes to close the door. And he shuts it, and he walks away, and after he's been away for like a split second, the door swings back open. Yeah. You can tell it's a complete accident, and they just let it go. They yeah. let the scene keep going. These guys acted like they didn't fucking see that, and it's, I think it was like blown by the wind, because like, it's like his helicopter and the rotor, the yeah, whatever. Yeah, the blades still, are still spinning. Blades are still spinning, and wind's blowing, so I think it like flung it back open. But he didn't lock it either way. He yeah. didn't close it, right? Just up fuck up that would be something where you go uh uh-uh, stop we got to do it well is does the shot include the helicopter itself landing i think so maybe because yeah. maybe they were like okay oh, we can only land this helicopter once <laughs> you know <Bullshit. laughs> we have this uh, helicopter for one day we have this helicopter for, for an, an afternoon hour. Yeah. <laughs> but we have to make sure the light's right for this 
but what I was going to say is that, like, I get tired of the space shit, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they finally get back to Earth, and it's like, all right, they're partying. It's time to get to this giant monster bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then and then the giant monster s- stuff starts, and then I also find myself just sitting through the giant monster s- stuff. Mm-hmm. That gets old quick. There is a cool part. Uh, it's like the first city attack he does. And, you know, there's like a bunch of people running going, ah, you know, in mm-hmm. front of a blue, and like this blue screen foot comes down. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Silently, <laughs> just comes no, down silently on these people. No volume, yeah. Really, and it's like the scale and angle is all fucked up. The foot but it the comes foot down, comes in, it stops, and then they cut. Like, it, it it cuts before like the foot even fully makes an impact. Really, yeah. It's like he's stepping and cut, and like that's one of the first times you see him like in the same shot as people. Yeah, it's great. My uh, if they were going to go the route they did, like you spend the majority of that movie on that spaceship with these people, and I, it's, I'll say it's, or I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say it's too much to ask for interesting characters. Mm. It's a harder thing to write for interesting characters for a shitty movie, but they could have made the ship more interesting. Yeah. I mean, if you're. It's like solid green. Aside, they have like this fucking thing. It's like a little glass bowl turned upside down, and they have like a fan going with some confetti in there. And they showed that for a second and like some TV screens. But other than that, like there's nothing interesting or unique about the spaceship that they're on that you spend so much time in. It's shown from like two or three angles the whole time. It's hard to tell because it's we're so much in the future now, but it's hard to tell if they're going for some to like any type of realism of what they think will be future realism. Right. You know, but it, it, it almost feels like they're going for that. You know, I don't know how outrageous all the, all the giant monster and space travel stuff would have been back then. I I expect not like too corny, not as corny as it is today yeah but it really is just like are you trying not to have fun right now yeah i I think i see what you mean i mean there's you know i think robinson crusoe on mars came out in like 64 Mm. or something like that and i think that movie i think the x from outer space is like 70 or uh 67 so you had like the kind of you there was precedent there for like more serious sci-fi that was like able to have fun mm-hmm. or keep itself interesting. I mean, Robinson Crusoe on Mars just has like great pacing. Yeah. So I guess it's not totally a fair comparison, but I mean, they definitely did like they just made better use of everything. Yeah. Um there's like another spaceship at one point in this movie. The rescue rocket, they called it. <laughs> that just like docked. Yeah, and that girl flies. Yeah. She jumps. She she girl. fucking leaps from one ship to the other. As they're like connected or like almost connected. Yeah. They could have just walked through. I th- like yeah, a... I thought they were just going to like do a tube. And then yeah. they like build like a pipe into the ground of the set and then say, yep, that down there, that's the other ship. Mm-hmm. You know? 
um, would have been fine. But um, mentioning that girl, uh, what's her name? It starts with an M, I think. The Japanese one? Mizuki? Mizuki? Mitsuki? I don't know. Mitsuki, I think. Uh, I don't know. No Probably quotes not. on that. But we'll, uh, what about her? What are we, I'll call her Golden Girl. Um, so, okay, so there's a bit of a love triangle going on in this Wu. movie. Wendy Wu, yeah. Um, there's a bit of a love triangle. So there's a, there's a captain. Uh, there's this German lady um and she's kind of weird looking she's got like a big mouth it's weird she's very european looking yeah strange and just uh, you know all european women are ugly you know for reference just for reference if you guys don't know don't ever date a european because she's ugly i guarantee it um but they like I think in retrospect, I think they're trying to say that the fucking German lady was like already like romantically involved with the captain in some way. Yeah, that she had been at some point, or that she was in love with him, or something. And then it seems that me, uh, Wendy Wu, uh, Wendy Wu already was. She like works on the moon base or whatever. Well, they're dating. They're dating straight up. Yeah, the captain and Wendy Wu were dating, but the German girl just had a crush on the captain. She just had a crush. Is that for yeah. sure? Is that confirmed for gay? Yeah, because uh, at the end, like at the very end, they're like the two German people are like looking at that crater, and he's like, "Are you going to tell the captain how you feel?" And she uh-huh. was like, "No, there's yeah. already somebody who loves him more, or whatever." Which is weird because like the whole time. We're joking about it, like there being a love triangle, yeah. because like it's not really hinted at enough. But like, there's a few things to where like, if you were trying to like make fun of it, you would be like, "Haha, what if? Mm. What if they wanted to fuck or whatever?" But at the end of the movie, they like say that's just what was happening. Yeah. So it's like, and and of course they devote none of the time in the movie to that at all. Mm-mm. I mean, there's a few moments. So people talking about what to do about when, the Wendy new Wu space sees thing. Wendy Wu sees the German girl on the spaceship and like turns the camera off, and then there's like another scene where they're like in the shower together. Yeah, and, and then she like she gives Wendy Wu earrings. Yeah, and she smuggled onto the ship in her pussy, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, smuggle those onto the ship. What would you give this? Uh, we don't have we're not ending it now, but I think we can already talk about how many Don Fries we're gonna give this out of ten. Out of ten, like really honestly, I don't uh I gotta say the first time we watched this, uh I was really underwhelmed time. by it. This is the second time we've watched it. Yeah, this is the second time we've watched this movie. This is the second time either of us have seen this movie. The first time I saw this movie was the first time Matt saw this movie. Yeah. And then and the second time the second. I saw it was just now, and that was the second time you watched it with me. So that was the second time you watched it. Yes. Okay. But the first time I watched this movie, I was really underwhelmed by it. Like, there I was, was some too. funny stuff. You know? It felt really incomplete the first time mm-hmm. watching it, and yeah. I guess maybe it's because I knew what I was getting myself into. Yeah. I think I've been spoiled. Honestly, like by yeah, like by greater films like uh like King Kong Escapes, for mm-hmm. example. 
um i I won't even say anything about that yeah that is gonna be that is a very special episode that's gonna be a jam-packed review we're not gonna be struggling to look for anything Mm -hmm. to talk about we're gonna be running down the clock with that one but this isn't king kong escapes episode this is x from outer spaces episode yeah we're talking about galala galala fuck um galala anium didn't yeah but um, I was really underwhelmed by it, and I gotta say, uh, I remember I went home that night, uh, kind of honestly, kind of bummed out. Um, I was, uh, was really at a, it was a really hard time in my life. Uh, I, I was we were kill myself that I, night. I I kind of forgot oh. that we were we were excited to watch it the first time. Yeah, I was like, oh, look at this wacky ass Japanese movie. Yeah, yeah, because I found it. I knew about it. I heard from somewhere. It might have been in a fucking Watch Mojo list or like featured in something for a split second. But I had mm. seen the monster before, and I was like, "Well, that just looks stupid." And it might have been just like a fucking picture or a fucking like drawing on a video. I don't know. Yeah. And I saw it on Amazon. I don't know how, but it got recommended to me on Amazon for like forty bucks, and I was like, "Should I take the plunge?" You know, because this could be a really funny movie. I think it was after we saw King Kong Escape. It was. So we were high. Yeah. We were like, well, sky's, sky's the limit with all this shit. So, yeah. you know, another goofy 60s Japanese giant monster movie. And I, for whatever reason, I think I just wanted to see it because... Like I said, there's nothing about it, so it was uncharted territory. We were yeah. explorers, exploring all the shitty nooks and crannies of Japanese bullshit, and I ordered it, and I remember we were like, I was. it was one of those things where you just count down the days until it gets <laughs> there, Yeah. and I remember, I think we watched it like the first night it got there, or like the second or something, but I was like, we got this, you know, it finally came in, let's yeah. do it. I so got it, ready. I think you made like popcorn and everything. Yeah, I mean, I was it was exciting and uh it's a really odd movie. Like I said, it felt really incomplete that first go around because mm-hmm. yeah. there's a ton of weird shit like the the love triangle shit that never gets properly set up and the fucking but they end it like they I Yeah, they know. end it they like end they something did. that never existed you know the spaceship shit like they never prepare you to be on the spaceship for that long or like yeah i don't know they well the first time they go on it they get like briefed and they go like load up and they put on the suits and everything yeah they have they like, do all this yeah. prep and then like towards the end of the movie they don't even say they're gonna be back on the ship yeah. in the next scene it'll be on the ship and you're like well this can't be them they were just on earth they have and it's a, them again they have a scene where they're just or a part of a scene where they're just like, all right, he wants to go. <laughs> and then like two people go like, I want to go. And they're like, I'll go too. And then they're just on the ship and like the next shot. Yeah. Um. There's also the, the shit. UFO? The shit with the giant monster like feels really abrupt. I mean, it feels like. In every like, sense, like uh, both in beginning and ending. I mean. It's it, in the wrong parts of the movie. It drags its ass getting the monster into the movie. Mm-hmm. And then when it happens, it's so abrupt because you weren't ready for it. Like, they don't prepare you at all. Like, you don't think that this little fucking ball is going to, you know, alien into a a big-ass monster. Yeah. Or the big-ass monster. Like, but the monster does. that's 
plastered all over the posters and shit for this movie. Yeah. It's uh, it just felt weird and unfinished and chopped up. Mm-hmm. Totally. Certain things might have not been filmed. Somebody wanted to do something else with the script or something. It's just weird. Do we? We don't know what company made this. Probably. like i saw some studio thing before the movie started but it might have been japanese even uh definitely not toho yeah i know it's a japanese company yeah that made it god yeah but Um, not toho the uh the blu-ray scan of it is pretty good right yeah you can see all the strings (laughs) yeah you can see all the strings which is basically all you want from a from one of these movies in my opinion like i like totally i remember uh googling reviews for or not googling i was amazoning uh reviews for like godzilla versus the smog monster when that got released on Mm blu-ray and people were like oh yeah it's fucking great you can see like all the little fuck ups Mm -hmm. and shit and i was like oh yeah and i've you know, once I started watching the Blu-rays, like I think Destroy All Monsters has a pretty good Blu-ray scan where you can see all the flaws, mm-hmm. and that's how you want them. Yeah, totally. You want to see Godzilla's fucking suit falling apart late yeah. in that late Showa era. You want to see his fucking arms drooping when he goes into water. You know, all the um, strings. There were a lot of strings in this movie. A lot of strings. They used strings for stuff they didn't need to use strings for. He, uh, the X. Ex- Galala, Gal- Galala, Galala. He picks up a, a like a like a like an oil tanker. He, uh, he just picks up a boat, like yeah, a big boat. And then he like he's it's like already got strings on it when he picks it up, and then he throws it, and it kind of drifts, and you can tell it's on strings. Yeah, it's just swinging on the strings. Yeah, it's like a <sighs> pendulum. It, yeah, really set a sort of parabola. Scoop. Yeah, parabola. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, it's on like an arc, you know, yeah. and it just It doesn't those. like go uh it go it doesn't like go down. It goes like It doesn't it behave scoops. like yeah. yeah, it doesn't behave like he just really threw it. It's like he let it go and it was on a string, <laughs> which is what exactly what happened. But and then like uh What we're saying is that didn't need to there, he could have no just thrown that toy ass boat into those yeah. buildings. Just that's all he needed to do. I don't understand what the problem was. Like, just break that shit. I, I don't know. But then there's another part where he, uh, there's a part where Galala comes and he turns into a red ball. Um, yeah. What happens to him exactly? They don't. If they explained it, I don't remember. But he like kind of he builds up a bunch of energy, I guess, and he. Uh, he turns into that a ball. He, yeah, okay, yeah. He just gets energy and turns yeah. into a flying ball. And he flies, and then he goes into some, like a, like a lake? Like yeah. a lake near a dam or something. And he goes right into it, or the ball that he is now <laughs> goes right into it. Bunch of steam, and then um, he, like, comes out again as, like, regular monster guy. And he's, like, a marionette. Sort of, they've for, got like the suit for on one strings. shot. Yeah, a shot it looks like on... a different. It looks like a different thing to me. Yeah, it looks like they made. Specifically... He's much stiffer. Thinner, he's stiffer. Yeah, he's definitely thinner. I mean, he just, just kind of sticks his arms out. Yeah, he sticks his arm out, and he's got like his head 
sticks up really tall. Like his neck extends mm-hmm. a lot, and it just doesn't look right. And yeah. then the next shot, he's just the guy in the suit again. Yeah, walking out of the water. Um, there's some uh, A grade awful blue screen effects in this. Oh yeah, yeah. Some of the worst. Absolutely. Um, definitely, they like key out blue, and then they stick him in front of a blue sky. Yeah, Gilala. They do that to him. They, I, he, all, he's got like a blue tint to him too. Yeah, I don't think it's just from the sky. It's like whatever technology they were using. Fucking it's put probably a improper blue lighting. To me, it looks more like a filter. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure it's a combination of both, but but they like. They just it, it it's it's all awful. It's all it's all boring. It's something that really shouldn't be. It has no excuse to be boring. This wacky ass Japanese monster. It should be fun. Yeah, it should be awful and fun, but it's the worst thing. Worst thing a movie can be. Worst boring. thing one of these monster movies can be is Absolutely. boring. Um. What but, are some redeeming qualities? Redeeming qualities. Um, <laughs> there's some good moments. Uh, there's, there's like a part when they're about to get on the ship. I forget if, if, if it's when they're first getting on the ship from earth, I think that's what it is. Or it might be them getting on, on back onto their ship on the moon base. But like the captain says something, he like tells a joke and the, it like takes the German girl a second, but she laughs really hard, really loud. Right. She goes, and she like clips the mic, I believe. Um, she gets real loud. She gets really loud, laughing way too hard. Kind of how a girl laughs when she, uh, just like a weird girl. I don't know. <laughs> but it just when like you can tell like somebody just wants to fuck somebody. So like, oh, I'll laugh at your jokes really hard, trying really hard. Mm. Um, but that's that's good right there. Uh, there's a part where they're sort of uh, they come back to the little jar that they put. Uh, the little nutsack, the nutsack that will become Gilala, they um, they come back and they find that it's burned through the floor or whatever, and then the German girl de- demands forceps. Guy gives her forceps. Guy pulls it out of his yeah. fucking pocket. He just has <laughs> she, forceps. She grabs. There's like a little smoldering rock left over from yeah. this stuff, and, and she picks like, it up. Well, they go like. Thank God this is left. That would have been, you know, they said yeah. like it would have been a total waste if this was destroyed. Yeah, and then like the girl like pinches it with forceps and it immediately crumbles. And there's a shot of her and the German guy, and they both look, they both like silently panicking. They're true. They're really trying to keep their cool, but they both look like, oh fuck. Would you? And I don't <laughs> think they were trying fault. to do it for comic effect. No. I think they were trying to play it up like it was serious. It's just like damn. But it was it very broke. comical. Yeah, it's really good. Um, uh, like, it really Even ruins... Even the blue screen was bad, I think it was funny in some parts. Yeah, yeah. There's, like, a part where a guy's, like, giving a presentation to, like, uh, some type of UN deal. That was weird. Yeah, and he was, like... like they could have just used a projector. Yeah, and he's, like, I don't know. It's weird. And then, um, like, they didn't know what they were going to put on it, I guess, maybe. Um 
that was weird. Uh, it kind of ruins it. Let me take a break from redeeming qualities for a second. I would say that it's fun to make fun of uh, the the whole love triangle, like making up that narrative. Yeah. Of like, you know, haha, they're fucking, but uh, they're like uh, knowing that like that actually was kind of going on. Mm-hmm. It kind of fucking ruins it for me ruins like the joke yeah it kind of does ruin the fucking joke um but other redeeming qualities uh really not much there's that shot of the foot coming down silently i really like that um besides that there's really not too much that redeems this movie for me it's boring uh I, I, it makes me it made me sleepy watching it um yeah it yeah. did so um, I would recommend if you're going to watch this movie, a try to find a bootleg copy on the internet. Yeah. Torrent it and watch it with a friend. Yeah. Because you're not staying up. You're going to be doing something else. If you watch this by yourself, you're going to be doing something else. You're going to end up on your phone. You're going to end up asleep. You're going to end up doing I mean, the we, dishes. We ended up pausing this movie several times as we were watching it. We like started it and then we went somewhere. Yeah, we started it. We paused it. We went to fucking Wendy's. And when we came back, <laughs> the TV was off. We started it up again. And then we paused it several more times to look yeah. up uh, mon- monkey, n- <laughs> I was monkey nuts. Dude, I was looking at pictures of uh, monkey nuts. Uh <laughs> for those of you that don't know I, i'm just gonna let you guys know you need to google monkey well not monkey nuts if you google monkey nuts it's gonna be like oh i get, you mean peanuts right look it's a brand of peanuts that's not what you mean and google knows it you're gonna have to you're gonna have to level with google you're gonna have to google monkey testicles and then you, you'll be able to see them there's some monkeys that have blue testicles like they're not sack is blue they've got blue balls ha ha uh they've all got really tiny dicks <laughs> it's funny they've got huge balls uh but some of them some of them got huge balls there was a, a meme of one it was like a chimp that was shaven and it <laughs> said look at my fucking balls <laughs> it just said look at my fucking balls <laughs> like that was the joke is somebody just <laughs> this fucking chimp with huge nuts resting on the ground <laughs> Look at my fucking balls. Yeah. <laughs> so I looked that up, and uh, we looked at that for a minute, and that was a good time. How many Don Fries would you give so, Monkey Nuts? I, I'd give mm. a solid to Monkey Nuts. Now, it's a broad topic, but uh, just a blanket rating. I'm going to give a, a strong seven to a light eight. I'm going to give a six. Six. Six Don Fries for monkey nuts. Hmm. Okay. They're you know. big. They're big. They're big, and that that really gets me a long way. You know, that goes a long way with me. Um. But Do you uh, think you would have fallen asleep during the rest of the movie had you not looked up monkey nuts? Probably. I was getting pretty bored watching that movie. So it, do, it really does speak to the film's uh, sort of film uh the movies uh it's weird because in uh the kind of culture that's evolving right now of these 
of people being into these old monster movies, you know, because it's, and I guess it's been happening for a while, but now there's kind of a resurgence and a popularity to it. But people grow up watching these movies and liking them seriously, and then they grow up and they watch it to laugh at it. Mm-hmm. And in this climate, you know, sure, like you said earlier, this movie could have been, you know, serious. People could have enjoyed this in the 60s when all the shit wasn't dated. Mm-hmm. But it's extremely dated now. And movies like those go- old Godzilla movies, some of them have something to offer. And some of them are just only good for laughing. Yeah. And this movie really doesn't serve to meet any of those goals. And in that way, this movie is kind of worthless today. Yes. And I'm not... It seems like I'm shitting on this movie, but... (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of movies that we're going to be reviewing that are way worse than this. It's just so middle of the road that it's almost not worth your time, is how I would put it. I would would have to... I'd have to give you a hard agree on that. Um, Strongly agree. Strongly agree. If you put on um, some even something like Godzilla's Revenge, which will also get its own video, but if you put that on, it has its merits for being so bad. Mm-hmm. Totally. But and it but this is like so there's nothing like especially bad about this. There's nothing like, oh my fucking god, I can't believe it's they not tried so to do bad, that. it's good. No way, no way, no how. There's nothing there's nothing really enjoyable about this about this movie. The moments that stick out would be mediocre in other ones right know? they would be i wouldn't remember the f- shit that i find funny in this yeah you know? footnotes absolutely in a movie like king kong escapes footnotes or, uh, are the highlights of this fucking movie or king kong versus godzilla or something totally totally it's just uh, yeah it, i'd have to really strongly agree with so middle of the road that it's it it really that's that does sum up my feelings the term worthless like i get nothing out of this there's no fun there's no like i really think we'd have a the strong of a conversation about this movie well it's like i don't even feel that strongly about it is the thing like i just it's i don't know like it has the qualities of like a a fucking rock on the side of the road like just yep that's there Mm -hmm. okay you know like i saw that now i just i really uh I can't really hate it. Like, nothing irritates me about it. Like, nothing gets to me. And mm-hmm. I really wish It's that not annoying. It, yeah, it doesn't annoy me, really. Like, I get bored watching it, but it's not like, oh, fuck this, you know? I, I don't get mad. It's weird. As, a, as I, a movie collector, I'm not sure if it's worth $40. I would say absolutely not. But I am glad to have it in my collection. It's a weird piece. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it's called the X from Outer Space, and I have all my movies alphabetized like a. F- <laughs> so it's it's right there at the end with like all the movies with like numbers as titles. <laughs> so it's like even you know I used to have my movies categorized by like these are all my giant monster movies, mm. but when I alphabetized them, it like got even farther away from like <laughs> everything. I don't know. It's just such an oddity in my collection. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? I forget. I'm it's sorry. just uh I'm gonna go ahead and give this movie some Don Fries. Okay. I'm gonna give this movie see, okay, let me explain my rating just a little bit. Okay. Like I was saying, uh, there it's really like I don't like this movie. It's worthless. Um, but then again, I really can't get down on it too much. 
I don't hate this movie. I don't hate this movie, but I certainly do not like it. I'm going to give it a strong three. Okay. Uh, Okay. Well, let's strong two to a light three. I really just don't get anything out of this. Uh, I don't hate the movie though. Um, You know, it's really just worth like nothing. I just, that's it. You know, my Don Fry rating. Um, I don't mean to parrot you, but I I was feeling a two through ever since I got the image of Don Fry in my head, <laughs> and, and in reference to this movie or in relation to this movie, I've been feeling a two, mm. and um, I'm giving it two because it's not completely. I don't even know if I'm gonna give a one to any movie we're gonna review. We'll see. There's some of these movies that we have planned that uh I don't I haven't even seen so I don't mm. know what's in store or what mood I'm going to be in but this this one's going to give get a 2 even though I I've called it worthless I've said terrible things about this movie uh like I said if you could pirate this movie and throw it on have some friends over it'll start some conversations yeah I'd say uh mm-hmm. it's if you like watching shitty movies if you like watching shitty old giant monster movies this is the perfect movie to uh have a better conversation over yeah you know it's one of those ones sometimes i find myself watching uh you know a gamera movie or something like that and and you make these jokes about it you know and you're having a good time but sometimes you you're not paying attention as much as you'd want to Mm-hmm. Even though you're just watching it to make fun of it, there, you know you know you could get maybe there's some more stuff to make fun of it if you were paying attention to yeah. it a little more. This is the perfect movie where it's like I don't give a fuck about what's going yes. on. I can talk over every second of this movie. I remember everything when, that you can get out of this can just be skimmed off the top. Right. It yeah, while we were watching this movie, which I'm trying to do with all these movies that we watch, is I was trying to. Watch it more than we typically do. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I can know what's going on. I could write a little synopsis about it. I be could fair t- to it. I could tell you. Yeah, be fair to it. Uh, you can still laugh at a movie if you're watching it, if you're sitting down and watching the whole thing seriously. But uh, this this viewing, I tried to make a few less jokes mm-hmm. than normal. And uh, I wouldn't advise doing that unless you're, unless you're not doing a, yeah. a podcast episode about it. Because that... Uh, it's significantly less fun yeah uh, I I think I would remember this movie more if I was you know talking over it (laughs) so two Don Fry's from me Uh, you know this movie can go fuck itself Uh, if if you're just getting started with giant monster bullshit uh, you know don't start there (laughs) yeah totally it's uh, once again just to like close out I really don't like uh, I think our Don Fries um, probably they uh, represent an, a, le- a level of enjoyment. Uh, let's just get that out of the way. Not an objective uh, level of quality. Um, they're they're out of how much I like this movie, how much fun I have watching it, you know. And so I don't really hate this movie, but uh, there's not much enjoyment to be had in watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I think that's fair to say I'm speaking for both of us when I say that. Yeah, I mean, like yeah. I said, 
it's just you know it doesn't have much value in mm-hmm. in many regards today yeah this yeah. isn't uh maybe maybe in that sense to bring it full circle maybe that's a lesson to be learned in a film class <laughs> uh, you know i'm ser- i mean i yeah. i always like to think that if i taught a film class i'd try to make it a little different than you know today i'm showing you citizen kane oh look we're gonna watch the godfather have you seen the godfather would you like to watch jaws <laughs> but not that i'm shitting on those movies but if you're watching a film class or if, you, if you're watching a film if you're taking a film class i'd want or if I was teaching one, I'm fucking up my words. If I was teaching one, I'd like to give students an experience that they wouldn't otherwise get, probably. Yeah. And showing a bunch of normies the X from outer space really could teach students about the degradation of film worth over time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Saying, yeah. like, you know, one day, uh, one day passengers will be this. Yeah. Completely know? worthless. You boring know, there's nothing ridiculous there's nothing even ridiculous going on in this you know mm-hmm. you can't even make fun of ridiculous that. enough yeah this is kind of one of those movies that people think about these old giant monster movies and they kind of get this idea in their head mm-hmm. you know like boring shit japanese people running away and terrible effects yeah and this is kind of just a shell of that Totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This movie's, uh, I, I'd call it hollow. Yeah. Hollow is a good word for this movie. Um, nothing like, to dig into, um, like a lot of the other movies we're going to be watching. Uh, I don't want to ruin it for you guys, but oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we get our ass kicked. <laughs> so, uh, well, I'll just, I'll, I'll tell you. A giant mutated wolf. <laughs> a giant... Mutated crocodile? Is that the how it size goes? Of a the of a field. That could kick the shit out of Godzilla against me and my friend George. He's a rare albino gorilla. Ah. Oh, okay. While you're while you're rounding out your thoughts, I'm gonna go get the wheel. All right. And we're gonna do a live pick for what next time's poopcast is gonna be about. I know you guys are you're aching to know what the next movie we're gonna watch is and i i love that you stuck around to find out the next movie we're gonna watch is that movie's not here yet next movie is i'm so happy (laughs) to let all of you know but the next movie that we're going to be watching for our Giant Monster Bullshit podcast is King Kong Escapes. It's going to be a real treat for you guys. I'm so happy that I can watch this again. King Kong.